Hey guys, this is Dino Jalusic and you're watching CMS TV. It's Wasp right here on your classic metal show, doing a cover version of the Who classic, The Real Me, and kicking off the show tonight, uh, Armored Saints with uh, Can You Deliver? And the guy who delivers the funny most of the time, my good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris? What is up, sir? How we doing? I'm good. I see you're uh, gearing up for Pantera. Got the I am. Traffic in the background, unless, of course, you have... Uh, dime bag there in the studio with you <laughs> you have his ashes in a bullet like like the lemmy people yeah like the lemmy people <laughs> yeah but yeah i am gearing up for pantera next week can't wait all right excellent well it's it's uh it's been a long time in coming i know that uh when you first bought the tickets it's like man that's almost a year away and now here it is yeah well it's, it's amazing how fast this year has gone yeah it's blown by man i mean here we are in the first week of November already. It seems like it It literally feels like every week we're saying, oh, we're starting a new month, you know, and, it, yeah, and it's like I, pff, gone. It, it literally does sound like, uh, seem like we say it starts a new month and then bang. Yeah. It's over and gone. Yep. But good. For the next four months, let's hope it is over and gone because I hate these fucking cold ones. Well, I know every. I think most people do. I I don't look forward to it myself. You know, I uh, mm -hmm. had to do a little prep today. You know, for the impending weather, I went out and put some new tires on the car today. You know, right to have uh, good good traction. You know, mm -hmm. so when I hit that snow and ice, I'm not uh, all over the road. Right. You know, so there's a. There's a grand out of my pocket. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is. And then I sure. stopped, uh, stopped off at the um, at the Chevy dealer today to find out what's going on with uh, the uh, new order. And they're saying, you're next on the list. So uh could be any week. So uh, we'll see what happens. So will those new tires fit the new car? Yeah, I'm not going to take them off and put them on the new car. It's like, whatever. You know, are you giving them that car in trade? Oh yeah. Yeah. Then why'd you change the tires? Because I didn't know when I was getting the car. Oh, I was going to say, you God know, damn, it, dude. It could be next month. It could be in January. It could be February. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I, I didn't foolishly go, well, I'm getting the car next week, but I'm putting new tires yeah. on this week. You know, let me make it special for you. <laughs> no, no I, I'm sure that'll probably go into the valuation when they, you know, value the car to see what kind of, you know, tires are on it. And stuff. Yeah. I guarantee you they'll, they'll, like, they'll be like, try, oh, these have wear on them. $10. <laughs> Regarding that, I, again, I don't know when I'm getting the new car. I mean, right. it could be. You know, it could be months from now, for all I know. He, he had no uh, date for me. Right. Said, well, you're next on the list, so, you know, we'll call you. So, uh, all right, whenever that is. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's sooner than later. Well, the thing is, is with that uh, strike, you know, the General Motors has been on strike for the last couple of months. Right. So, you know, I, I don't anticipate it being next week or even two weeks from now, you know. I'm well, sure. they're not on strike anymore, are they? I no, thought they, they settled. They did this week, but they okay. just this week. But right. for the last two months, they've been on strike. 
well, they're just going to have to work a hundred hours a, a, a week to, to get you your car. Yeah. So, so like I said, it could be before the end of the year. It might not be until the first or second month of the new year. Who knows? Right. You know, so I, just being prepared, I, I just don't need any issues. Well, yeah, I hear you there. And especially you who does drive. You do I, not need I, to be fishtailing up and down the highway. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm making the trip over there to uh, Ohio uh, later this week. Yeah. Uh, isn't it? A, it's a weird week, isn't it? You're coming this way. I'm going another way. Well, you're heading <laughs> just kind of this way, not yeah. as far as this way, but you are heading west, kind of northwest. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so I just decided I'd get that done. So I was up and out the door this morning by eight and uh to get on a saturday and sure uh, you know to go get the that done and run some errands and so on and so forth i was uh i was up till well i think uh at least one o'clock last night i was having a conversation with our good friend sal he was having uh he was having some uh he wanted to bounce some uh life life things off of me so uh we were just kind of catching up and chit-chatting a little bit and i looked at the clock and i was like holy shit it's one o'clock in the morning <laughs> whoops i gotta i gotta get up and you know get at it so sure. I, gotta, I gotta jump off here <laughs> sounds like come on dude we're doing a show here <laughs> <laughs> exactly so uh yeah so that i was out and about i enjoyed some of the nicer weather uh, today i mean it was actually decent outside and it was sunny and you know, just a, just a nice day out. So it was, a, it was, it was a good time to get out early on a Saturday instead of just sleeping it away. Like I've been doing for the last few months. It's just, sure. you know, I'm just like, man, I just got to get out of this routine and, you know, get up and start doing stuff on the weekends rather than, uh, you know, wasting it away. Right. But you know, the weather, the weather is going to change and, you know, I'm going to go, well, you know what? I'm going to be like a bear and just hibernate. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I'll get up at 855 now you'll turn into me. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is going on with you this week? I know we had a rare phone call this week. Yeah, we did. How about that? Those rare times that we actually speak to each other during the week. Yeah. Yeah, no, not much going on here. A lot of work. Um, you know, just work really. That's I don't even know if I left the house all week. Honestly, I don't know. If I did, it was once, you know, it just was work, work to work, work, work. And that's it. Yeah. Well, people were chatty this week. I talked to you, which is rare. Uh, CMS Mikey called me. I chatted with him. That's rare. I don't usually talk to him on the phone, but he right. called me and we talked and I talked to Sal and, you know, people are just in a, in a chatty, chatty mood this week. So sure. I, uh, had, had some lengthy phone calls this week with, uh, few few folks that i just normally uh trade a few texts with sure your phone didn't know what to do it was actually getting use it is <laughs> yeah no kidding but uh yeah it's always good to catch up now and again sure yep well not much not much here i mean the the only thing i did this week of any of any kind of note was um my interview with dino jalusic made the news rounds yeah <laughs> For because uh, I asked him that que the question me and you had when when he joined the band as far as was are you replacing David Coverdale yeah I asked him that question and then it um it caught I just posted that little clip and it it caught uh, 
caught the news cycle, and then Dino was actually tweeting about it today. It was a little bit clickbaity. <laughs> I was like, hey, it wasn't me. I didn't put the title on it. Yeah. That's that's uh, you can thank Bory and you know those people in the yeah. music news for mm-hmm. uh, wanting to catch your attention. That's right. So it was interesting to see that it that it. I mean, I did the interview yesterday and it already got picked up. So I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, works for me. Yeah, he's a nice dude. Yeah, he. Uh, you know, again, I, I I I'm glad you turned me on to the the new disc. Right. And uh, check that out a little bit. Played some of that in the car. And, uh, you know, it's good stuff. Yeah, he's really good. He's a, but he sounds just like David Coverdale. He does. He does. So I don't know. Is it, is it Yorn Land or is it, uh, you know, a Jalusic? Yeah. I, I mean, if, if, if he was, which he said firmly, he doesn't want to and would not do. But if David Coverdale did want to lay, you know, carry it on with another guy, he's definitely the guy. Yeah, of course. I mean, he sounds just like him. Yeah, it, it's like when um, uh, Brad Delp, uh, you know, when when Boston hadn't, you know, toured or played live or anything, and Brad mm-hmm. Delp was, you know, still with us. Yeah. He brought that kid with him. I, I can't remember the kid's name. Co- was it Cosmo or something like that? or Something like that, yeah. The, yeah. the painter guy? Whoever it was, he, he sounded like Brad Delp, and he brought him as a kind of like a backup, you know, to, yeah. to help carry on the vocals because, uh, you know, Brad was saying that his, his vocals were not quite up to par for touring. And, right. And he needed, uh, he needed a little uh, uh, assistance. Yeah, Fran Cosmo. Yeah, Fran Cosmo. Yeah, backed him up and you know handled the higher higher parts in the right. songs. You know. Mm-hmm. No wonder, no wonder Brad had to barbecue himself. <laughs> out of out of um, what? Out of shame that he wasn't the guy anymore. Yes, he goes. Well, you know, I, I my usefulness is done here. Still the best death of all of the rock and roll guys. Yeah, bizarre man. That's the. I, I mean, nobody even comes close to that. All the suicides and drunk, you know, drownings and in, in pools being drunk and everything. Nothing compares to fucking barbecuing yourself to death. Yeah, just, just light up a couple of hibachis and take yourself into the bathroom. And <laughs> yeah, lay down in the tub. <laughs> lay your coconut head down on a pillow and, you know. That's a, what a, what a way to go. Just, just slip away. How do you even think of that? I don't know. Just asphyxiate yourself. I mean, why? And again, I've run this through since we did that story, what, 15 years ago or whatever it was that he did that. It's been a while. I always come back to why didn't he just go in his garage and start his car? No, just just the fact that he had to prepare to do all that. Yeah. Like barbecue girls in, fire it up, get the charcoals going. Yeah. All that and dad to drag it into a bathroom. Probably not on the first floor. <laughs> so he's probably dragging the dragon. You know, these guys, they all have the big fucking stupid spiral staircase in their house. So he's, he's probably dragging a grill up the fucking spiral staircase. And he has to go back down and get another one. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, like, man. And then you got to get the tape and you got to tape the door, the, the tape, the, the uh, crack under the door. So you make sure you keep all that, all that smoky goodness in there that's right barricade <laughs> the door so nobody can knock it down <laughs> jeez 
Wow. I mean, I remember, boy, we had a field day with that. But yeah, we did. Cow, that just, it, I mean, it's still, and since you just brought it up, it's still unfathomable that somebody went through that that process. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it quits today, and this is how I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I, it it really is amazing. Yeah. I mean, as, you know, when it comes to, you know, suicides and deaths and things, you know, probably one of the things that just, you know, goes through your mind. It's just like, how do you, how do you go to your basement and hang yourself like Mike Howell, you know? Yeah. It's like, boy, that's, I don't know, man. I just, I just don't think I'd have the guts to do it. I, I but again, I, I've never been in a mental state to where you, you know, all hope is lost, you know, no. to, to where this just seems like the most reasonable thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been there once as I've written about in my, in my award-winning book, Little right. Victories. Right. And, uh, yeah, you get yourself into a weird fucking mental place where you just really are like one more day is one too many. Right. You know, but even then I pushed out, I'll, you know, I'll openly, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did, but it, it, it really wasn't a, it wasn't a thing of, you know, I was too mentally strong or what I was definitely mentally ready to be done. I just fucking didn't want to fuck up my kid. Yeah. I get you. That was really the only, the only reason I'm here was, was because I knew my daughter would probably follow me, you know, especially if she found the fucking mess in the backyard my brain splattered all over the backyard or whatever. If she found it, she would have been fucking done. Right. And she probably would have picked up the gun and shot herself too. And I was just like, I can't fucking do that. Right. But yeah, I was definitely in the state. I, I get it. I get, I get getting to that point. And you know, I look, it's funny. Cause I look back at it now and I'm like, what was I fucking thinking? I'm so much happier with now. <laughs> yeah. The best was yet to come. Yeah. I mean, but at that point, Dude, there, there's something about depression, and I'll and I'll openly admit I was definitely depressed. And um, more to the point, I'm always an emotional person anyway. Like I'm way more emotional than most people anyway. Mm-hmm. So the depression gets that much darker. And um, man, you just get to a point where you can't see any way out of it. Right. You know, you just you 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 look. You're like, you know. Because at that time, I mean, that was obviously when I was going through my divorce and my dad was, you know, dying and everything else, you know, and hadn't spoken to my family in 12 years. I mean, there was all kinds of bullshit going on in my in my life. But I, I can remember sitting there thinking, why would I wake up tomorrow? There's nothing good tomorrow. And I, and I would have every friend that I had would be like, oh, dude, it's going to pass. It's going to pass. You did. How many times do you have to get on the phone with me and be like, dude? It's going to fucking pass. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just the shock of it right now and it'll get better. It'll get better. You'll see. And I wasn't hearing any of it. I was like, fuck this. You know, what will pass that bullet through my head. Right. You know, and thank God I did not do that. But, um, yeah, I, I get it sort of, I guess. I mean, I guess I don't get it all the way cause I pushed out, but, um, yeah, depression's a real fucking thing sometimes, man. I imagine it is. Oh, well, that's why people tune in to hear us because we just bring them out of their depression and make them all (laughs) (laughs) either that or make them feel better about themselves with our shitty lives. (laughs) Yeah. The the shitty existence. That's right. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I mean, in the last, 
Mm, I'm going to say probably within the last uh, two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, that, there you uh, go. That is true in that time. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was, I was thinking about some of the situations that I had been involved with and how different my life could have turned out had I stayed on a certain path, you know what sure. I mean? And, uh, you know, anywhere from being married and, you know, sticking it out, you know, longer than I should, but, you know, I had enough, you know, enough something in me to say, I, I got to bail on this. I got to yeah. get out of this, you know? And it was just like, man, what if I, what if I stayed married and what if I banged out a couple of kids, you know, and what if I, it's like, man, I'd be working in a factory somewhere and, you know, trying to pay for college and crap and be miserable and never get laid. (laughs) You'd have been me for 23 years, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and it's just like, man, things could have been totally different if I, mm-hmm. if I had a different mindset about it or yeah. if I had a, you know, uh, you know, couldn't uh, think clearly enough to, you know, save myself or whatever yeah. the case may be. And it's just like, man, I've been, I've been completely uh, blessed with so many opportunities that I've taken advantage of. Sure. You no, know? I mean, it hasn't always been great. I mean, obviously, you, you know, we talked about the time that, you know, I struggled there for, you know, four and a half years. Yeah. You know, that was four and a half hard years, man. Yeah. All but that cab driving shit. Cab driving and working for the Indians and, sure. you know, uh, all that shit. That was just like, wow, I can't mm-hmm. believe that happened as long as it, uh, as long ago as it did. Yeah. I think your saving grace has always been, and I'm, I'm reading this a little cause I don't know your entire life, but you don't seem to me as the kind that ever completely will open your emotions up to somebody else. Mm-mm. Like you hold, you hold a strong piece of that back. Oh yeah. Where I totally told, look, I, I, I had seen Amy for a weekend and I was ready to fucking <laughs> long distance date, you know, long distance date. And she's the one, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, I'd sure. seen her for a fucking weekend right. and I moved Teresa in here after what? A week? Yeah, it's just impulsive. Yeah, I, I'm a totally impulsive, throw it all out there and, you know, get burned that much harder because you do throw it all out there where you've always kind of, you you make them work to take one brick of, out of the wall at a time. But <laughs> unfortunately, those some of those bricks are made out of, you know, diamonds that aren't going to break down. Right, exactly. You know, so. Exactly, so. Yeah, you know, I at least I do, I take time. I, I'm kind of analytical about things. I try to see things from all angles, you know, yeah. and see where things could trip me up, you know, or could p- potentially be an issue, mm-hmm. and uh, head it off before it becomes an issue. Yeah. Where meanwhile I'm like, you sucked my dick. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm just glad things worked out good, good or bad. I mean, because everything adds to your life, uh, whether, whether it was a good experience or sure or experience, because hopefully you would learn from that or not allow that to happen again. And, you know, you know, the, how does that old saying go? It's like, uh, you know, fuck me once, shame on you. Fuck me twice, shame on me. So, yeah. Let me let something the same thing happen twice. It's just like, boy, don't you ever learn? Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there. I'm I will say that is the one change I made. I will never, ever, ever 
get into that kind of a relationship again. <laughs> Never again am I going to that to to moving somebody in, living with somebody. Mm. Fuck that. Mm. No. 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 Because I, you know, I look around my place and you know, obviously I just kind of come and go when I want and I don't have to sit there and be concerned about, you know, checking in with somebody or you know, having to explain myself or where have you been? Yeah, nope. You know, one of those things. It's like, boy, it's like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> me like, either. I, I, I get up, I go. You know, if, if I pack up, I put a bag together, and I'm out the door for a couple of days if I want to. And I'm, yeah. when are you coming back? Where, where did you say you were going? hanging out with what were you doing? <laughs> See, you're missing all the questions that you'd really be asked. Though those aren't the questions you'd be asked. The questions that you would be asked are, why can't I come with you? Because <laughs> you're not invited. <laughs> yeah, because you're not part of, you're, you're part of the problem, not part of the solution. <laughs> I am the solution. You are the problem. Right, of course. <laughs> of course. So, yeah, that's, that's, so uh, good times, you know, I'm just glad, I'm glad things are the way that they are. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just grateful all the time, you know, it's. Hell yeah. Especially when I, uh, you know, have have those conversations with friends, whether it's you or Mikey or Sal or whomever, sure. you know, and, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to be seeing uh, several people uh, next week. You know, a lot of people are very excited about the whole uh, Doc and coming to Warren because our good friend George Mahalovic, he's going to come up from the Pittsburgh area. Right. And a couple of people from Akron are coming over and Mikey and his family are coming out. And, you know, so it's just, uh, you know, Hey man, I'm coming out to the show, coming out to the show. Yeah, <laughs> but, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So going to be entertaining some folks out that way. Sure. That'll be fun. Yeah. So it'll be like old home week. Hell yeah. yeah. And of course I won't be there yeah. in Ohio. I'll be somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> circumstances that's right <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh you know it's something it's something that you've been looking forward to and and um yeah. you know I, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be curious as to you know whether you actually stay for metallica or if you bail you know yeah i i mean if if you asked me today i'm bailing if you ask me right at this minute the plan is see pantera in the car by nine okay that is the plan as of today now, I know once I get there and I get into the environment of it, and, and especially after I watch an hour of, of just straight-up metal, I'm probably going to have that, well, let's just see a couple of songs for Metallica. Sure. And then it'll turn into staying for the whole set and going across the street to the hotel or whatever. But, right, right, right. You know, well, we'll see. Well, the setup, uh, again, I have the only thing that I've seen uh, are some of the videos that, that you showed. What what is what is Pantera's setup on that stage? Are they all over the stage too, or are they? Playing? They can be. Yeah, I mean, I've seen video of them walking all over the stage. Respect walk all around the stage. <laughs> so, so they're they're kind of spread out too. They do the yeah. spread out thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only one that I've seen that doesn't seem like he spreads out too much is Wolfie's crew. Okay. Wolfie's crew all kind of stands in one place and plays, you know, because Wolfie doesn't want to move. But so where where's the uh, where's the optimum place on the stage to where everybody can see you? You know, because that thing is so massive. It's just like where where does is there an optimum place? See, I, 
I think the answer is nowhere. I think no matter where you, I think the optimum place might be the snake pit in the middle because <laughs> okay. then you can at least turn all the way around and see, right? See whoever you want to see, but no, what it, I mean is for the, the performer I'm talking oh, about. I have no, dude, I don't think there is. I mean, it, from the way it looks from me looking at it, they set up microphones every 50 feet or something. And these guys just walk around until they have to sing, and then they grab a microphone and start singing into whatever mic they're near. Yeah. Can 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 you pull up any of the late late latest video stuff for that? I, I'm just curious because I I know that we covered this early on, but but I know there's probably millions of videos out there. People have taken, you know, taken video of of some of the performances. So I'm just yeah. Curious. Let me see. Uh, you know, yeah. what it is that you're going to be in for. I mean, where, where are you sitting, you know, in the I'm, to, I'm in section 319. Okay. Which is kind of middle tier sort of, you know, middle back, like 10 rows or something. All right. You know, not, not great, not great, not horrible, but like, yeah, I, I'm here. This will be a present. Let's just go to this and I'll present share screen Metallica. All right, let's go to full screen here. All right, so here's here's the set. Here's them playing. <laughs> so you got James here. Yeah. So if you're sitting over here, you're fucked. You got Kirk all the way over here. So if you're sitting anywhere from like here to around here, you're fucked. Here's Lars. He ain't moving. And here's Robert way over here on the other side. Yeah. So so if, if you were like a performer that didn't move, where would be the best place for them to be? I guess there really is no best place. There's not because there's mic stands. Like here's a mic stand. Here's a mic stand on the inside. Here's Mike stand on the inside. Here's one on the outside. They just have shit set up. It it really stinks. <laughs> it, it, it's just funny because look at look at Lars's drum kit. Yeah, it's just a it's just a um, regular you know, kit. Well, no, it's just the dot on that whole big stage. Yeah, it's too big. That's why I'm looking at this and I'm like, man, this tour is gonna suck. Yeah, that's. That's massive. It and I get why they, they're trying to get as many people as they can mm -hmm. make, make their money and all. And I get it, but this is not appealing to me. Mm -hmm. It's really just, not. I mean, there's just a thing. There is a thing as it's just too big. And this is an example of it. Well, it, you know what would have made this better is if they somehow, instead of having these fucking things up here. These, these, whatever you call these, these round screen pole things. Yeah, the, the scrims. They should have had some kind of a, like a round, all the way around screen, like a giant screen. Mm -hmm. So that if you can't see because you're stuck up here in the fucking boonies on the, <laughs> on the backside of the stage somewhere, you could watch this, the show. Mm -hmm. You can't watch. I mean, what? If you were on the, with Hetfield being right here in the front here, if you were on the other side of that, you ain't seeing dick. 
We've been watching this for two or three minutes, and Robert is finally going over to that side a little bit right now. But there hasn't been anybody up on these fucking steps. Yeah. So you ain't seeing nothing. Right. It's just, I, I don't know. It just does not, it doesn't look very fun to me at all. Mm. Now, maybe it will be. I don't know, but. Okay. That's uh, curious. Now, now, in contrast, as far as like big shows are concerned, mm-hmm. pull up. Can you find some video of Taylor Swift? Because her, sure. her show was massive. Sure. And let's see what she did differently that, you know, people were happy with the setup, even though it was gigundous. Oh, let's see. Um, I got to stretch this out a little bit. Taylor. That's her. Her show was massive. 2023 live. Let's find her show. Let's find just some regular old video of it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Present. Share screen. Taylor Swift. And boom. There we go. So there's her screen or her set, but it's all in one. Like it's um, kind of horseshoed, which is yeah. better. Right. Blow it up full screen. You know, her set, much, that stage, much better. Much better because you can see everything. Yeah. And plus, she's got the big backdrop screens. Yeah. So you can see those if you can't see. First of all, they're all like, so it seems like they're all kind of in the middle here. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can kind of see them it, no matter where you are in this venue. But if you can't see, unless you're in these shitty seats over here, like behind the stage, you can see these big screens. Yeah, look at look at those big pyrotechnic flames. She's got. Yeah, she got all kinds of shit going on. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I, I would much rather see. I would rather see Metallica on this stage than on their stage. Right. This stage much better. Hmm. Yeah, these shows are just just massive. No. Yeah, and, it's just, and, I don't, and I don't think you could enjoy the Taylor Swift show being on the floor. No, I don't think so. You'd be looking up the whole time. Yeah, and you can't really see the effects because you're on the floor. Yeah. Because I guess that stage kind of changes colors and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at it in the uh, video screen, even though you, the, the people who are, you know, recording this, you're not seeing the effects of the, of the stage, but if you look up on the video screen, you could see the effects, you know? Yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't, I don't think watching it from the floor level would be that good. No, if you're looking for the whole encompassing experience. Now, yeah. if you want to be up and close and personal to, to see Taylor Swift, you know, face to face, I guess yeah. that's one thing, but if you're just looking for the show, being yeah. on the floor doesn't look like that would be that much fun. Looks like the twelve hundred dollar tickets are much better than the seven thousand dollar tickets. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> but, but yeah, that was just. I mean, and look at the size of that screen. Yeah, it's fucking massive. And this whole thing. I mean, she she did. A, it's no wonder she's making billions. Can you? This, this chick is thirty three years old, and, and what is it about her that that allows her to to have such a massive appeal? I don't know. I I honestly don't know because, I mean, I've listened to her music, and it's all right. I mean, it ain't the best, 
It ain't the worst. It's but is it a culture with her because of the whole Swifties and all that shit? It's I think that's what it is. It's it's it's, it's like the that daughter. It's the mom daughter yeah. thing. It's 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 music that the younger people can get into, but the minivan driving moms like it too. Yeah. It's know? like in the eighties when new kids on the block were real popular. Mm-hmm. The moms sort of dug it and they thought it was like good and you know and the the girls all love it and you know. She puts out a wristband for 70 bucks and all the girls have to have it and, you know, all that bullshit. But, hey, and God bless her, you know, making all that money. Good well, for her. Whoever, you know, whoever marketed her and and came up with this whole stage scheme and, you know, all the tech, you know, the technology that went through it and behind it. Right. <laughs> That's the NFL superstar, Taylor Swift. <laughs> not wrong <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's fucking amazing though yeah yeah i mean she's got she's got kind of like everything going for her you know the the, the little kids love her the moms like her she's fuckable so the dads are willing to look at her <laughs> so you know i mean just from from all levels she's she she hits all the marks yeah now see this is from this is from the crowd view yeah, See, and that stinks. That stinks. I don't think I'd enjoy that. Yeah, especially at twelve hundred a ticket or whatever. Yeah, right. you're, you're, you know, if you're not, you know, tall or something, and you're trying to stand on your tiptoes to see what's going on up there. Yeah. Just yeah, like, that just doesn't look like a fun experience. Uh, look, they got another. Did you see up there? They got another screen on the back too. There it is. Yeah. Right up there, they got another screen up on the back so that the people in the shitty seats can see too. Yeah, this is just well done compared to the Metallica. Yeah. The Metallica is just fucking garbage tour. What's amazing to me is look at this guy over here on the right with the glasses on. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. He's he's really grooving the Taylor Swift. They love it, dude. <laughs> I don't think I know one Taylor Swift song. I, I think uh the only song that I know is the one that you know made the rounds with the parody about uh what is it? Uh get over it or something or uh, yeah shake it off or shake it off. That's, yeah. that's the only song i think i know yeah yeah i i don't know any of her music really i mean i've heard it but i've never really invested in it it's it's not it's it's just generic to me yeah, what well, it is it's just pop music yeah look at this guy <laughs> he, yeah, he's, he, he's all into it he loves it <laughs> he's like yeah What's this chick? Is that his daughter pulling on him or what, what the hell? I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Holy shit. She just sent him away. <laughs> Beat it, fuckstick. <laughs> well, there you are. I, I you know, the, the, I thought the comparison between the two big shows. Oh, yeah. Thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what you're going to get. Metallica on that big round stage. Yeah. And that's why I'm thinking I'll be home by midnight. <laughs> I am just not, and staying in Detroit for for an extra day, that's just not in the cards. Yeah, what are you going to do? Just, you know, go. Barricade the door so I don't get killed. (laughs) What else are you going to do in fucking Detroit? Yeah, no shit. You know, what is there to see in Detroit? The fucking Motown Museum, which I've already seen? The Joe Lewis Fist. Yeah, great. (laughs) I don't know, man. I, 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 that's like not 
somewhere that I have any desire to even go to. Yeah, me either. If I want to see a ghetto, I'll go to Cleveland. It's less right. less distance. Yeah. And and uh, Cleveland, man. I mean, the last couple of times I've been there, I, I was just uh, shocked at how 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 much of a ghetto it is. Yeah, it's fucking dangerous down there. Yeah, they got that casino down there. Yeah, yeah, whatever. The casino. <laughs> it'd be nice if it was like a casino, but it's not. It's exactly what it is, a casino that they wedged into a department store. Yeah, no kidding. It's not even like a real casino. Fucking sucks. It's not like Look, the Roxino's a better casino than the casino than the Jack. Yeah, Jack is shit. The Jack. That's what it should be called, the Jack shit. <laughs> Jack shit. Yeah, ain't Jack shit. Yeah. It's a fucking garbage casino. Yeah. And then, of course, you got that, you know, they got the, that stadium right there, just plastered right downtown there. Yeah. It's Doing like, nothing. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, man, just depressing. I think the last time I was down there was when we went to see uh, Chris Porter. Chris Porter, yeah. And it was like five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's also some Muslim areas that you're not supposed to go. Yeah, the 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 no go zones. Yeah, the no go zones are in Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah, and and you know, being that I'm not from there, God knows I will stumble into one, get get beheaded a la Akbar style. <laughs> well, hey, good on you. Yeah, I am looking forward to seeing Pantera though. What sucks, though, and I was talking to Toomey today, and, and I said this, and I mean it. If my shoulder hadn't been fucked up, I would have sold my tickets to Detroit already. Yeah. Because I would have seen them at, I would have seen Pantera do the headlining show in Pittsburgh. Right, right, right. And the only reason I'm going now is because I'm not missing this reunion thing. I've never missed Pantera. Uh, you know, I've never missed a tour, ever. And I'm not missing the tour because it's in a shitty neighborhood right i'm just not gonna do it so so yeah so i'm i'm going as you can tell i'm very excited (laughs) (laughs) well i I could i could see there's a little bit of trepidation yeah i'm excited to see pantera that's really what it is excited to see them but you're just like boy what am i what am i up against to go it's in a bad location Pantera's not a stadium band. They're just not. I, look, I love them. They're my favorite band of all time. But 15,000 is about what their top end is. And re- realistically, they're best when they're in like a 10,000 seat venue mm-hmm. where it's a little closer and a little bit more intensity. You know, instead of 60,000, 50,000 of which won't even understand who they fucking are. You know, it'll be a bunch of fucking memory remains faggots. <laughs> you know, la, 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 la. Oh, that song's great. Yeah. Play whiskey in a jar. Of- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to kill it with turn the page tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they want to see. They want to see Enter Sandman. Nothing else matters. You know, uh, give me fuel. Give me fire. Yep. You know, they they want to see all the bad songs. They don't want to see fucking Master of Puppets and Disposable Heroes. and That's what I want to see. Right. I don't want to see The Memory Remains. I don't want to see fucking, I don't know, um, Outlaw Torn or or what was that song Mama Said? Yes. I don't want to see any of that shit. 
last time I saw Metallica was was during that uh, I can't remember the name of the tour, but uh, when uh, COC opened up for them. Yeah, that was the Reload tour, I think. Um, something like that, but that was you know, and I was on the floor, and the yeah. and the stage was up here, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those deals. Yeah. I, I got those tickets. Some I can't remember. I, it might have been John Darlis that had the tickets, and he's just like, I got these tickets, and I can't go. You want, you know, you want to buy them off of me? And I thought, uh, okay, yeah, I'll go. Sure. Go or, or Metallica, rather. And, um, you know, that's the last time I went. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think Robert Trujillo was just, had just had joined. Had just joined? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, I, I tell you what, speaking of, you see this Lamb of God thing, I saw that tour too. That was um, Death Magnetic Tour. Um, Is that the one where you sat way up and you were blocked? No, that was Hardwired Tour. Okay. Death Magnetic was the one where Metallica here in Cleveland had all kinds of techie problems, but, okay. um, but Lamb of God opened. But reason I bring this up, did you see for the second time, fucking lamb of god had another death at a show really <laughs> they had the one death where a dude ended up in jail in bulgaria or somewhere for starting a riot or something which caused one guy to get killed now this time boy it just doesn't pay to be at a lamb of god show well, they were doing it's the name maybe maybe yeah maybe it's jesus striking them down but he doesn't like them using lamb of god must not but this time they were out on a to- on a boat and somebody fell overboard. <laughs> somebody fell overboard and died, drowned. They didn't find him. Left him for the sharks. How fucking miserable must that be that you're out there in the water, if you're even awake, and you see the boat drifting away, and you just know that you're fucking shark food? It's like you're done. You just know it. You're like, no, wait, wait. <laughs> it's like that movie, Open Water. Yeah. Oh. That's got to just be the worst feeling in the world, just knowing that you're going to try and float your way back knowing that you're going to get eaten. Right. You're going to get fucking eaten by a shark. That's fucking 30 foot long. <laughs> They're going to come up and taste your first. Yeah. Snap your leg off. <laughs> you're just gonna be sitting there going till you bleed out. And then right. they're going to pull right. you underwater and then they'll, they'll smell you from miles away. Yeah. And they'll bite you in your fucking face. <laughs> it's a feeding frenzy. Oh, that has to be the worst. So you see a shark coming at you from one direction. You see the boat going away from you in the other direction. You'd be like, God damn it. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> so so what was the story with them on a boat? I mean, were they just like doing leisurely cruise? No, or? they were doing one of these metal cruises. Oh, okay. So this was like a ship, not a boat. Yeah, the Headbangers Cruise. Okay. All right. I got you. I, I thought you were talking like a leisure craft or something. No, 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 no. It was a, it was a cruise, you know, like the Kiss Cruise or the okay. Mon- right. whatever, the Monsters of Rock Cruise or whatever. Just like one of those, just for heavier bands and mm-hmm. Some drunk asshole fell overboard. Jeez. And now he's one dead asshole. Uh, no kidding. Because no. I doubt, I hope he's dead. Honestly, it'd be even worse if he's been out there like three or four days. <clears throat> and, you know, obviously I went on that kiss cruise last October and, uh, right. It, it's just, you know, you look over the edge of the boat and stuff and it's like, hmm. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, don't want to fall over that. <laughs> it's like, all right, 
So I was like, I don't think so. But yeah. no, I, I hadn't heard that. But uh, wow. Yeah. Two so deaths. So they're pretty sure the guy fell over or he just didn't come up missing or what? You know what? The article seemed very sure that he fell over, but they're not saying much. I got a feeling it was some drunk idiot running around. Of course. And fell off the fucking edge. Just banged into the edge and fell over or something. Because how else would they know? And like, like the, the way the article reads, they, they stopped and circled around trying to find this fucking guy. Oh, so they're saying they must have had some some inkling that the guy actually fell yeah. off. Yeah. Maybe they caught it on camera or something like that, you know. Or some asshole fight with his girlfriend and the girlfriend pushed him over. <laughs> no one said, I've pushed him over. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I don't know how they knew, but I did see that they knew. And, you know... And they said that they, something in the article said that they were um, certain that alcohol played a part. What? Yeah, I know. Amazing. But what? Uh, on a cruise with yeah. a heavy metal band playing? I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't believe it wasn't Cokes and seven ups. <laughs> it, it's the, it's the soft drink tour. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, uh, no alcohol. <coughs> Sprite presents Lamb of God on a boat. Right. Of course. <laughs> so funny wow well that's just i don't know man this is you know, how people meet their demise i i i always look at it as just like nobody knows what your what your future holds and yeah maybe that that was just in the cards for that guy so yeah that was that that was how he was meant to go dude you never know what's what you know your day could be later today i mean okay. nobody dude i was um Kelly t called me today and she told me that um, this guy, and you probably remember this name. Do you remember the name Foz, the radio guy? He, he hosted the, the, the local show in, on 92.3 before we came and took his spot. Yeah, it, it just barely sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, we had, Matt and I had a pretty lengthy radio war with that guy. Okay. We had a pretty lengthy rate when we were at MMS and he was on 92 because they used to talk shit about me and Matt. Okay. And you know me, I didn't take that lightly. I was always ready to fire back. So, um, but fast forwarding to this weekend or, or this week, dead. Got hit by a drunk driver driving the wrong way on 271. Oh boy. Just dead. And look. I didn't like the guy. I didn't want to see him dead either, yeah. but you know, it's just, it's just weird. You never know, you know, what's going to happen sure. in, your, in your life. You just, I'm quite sure when he was driving home from his wedding band gig or whatever he does now, you know, he didn't expect that he'd be dead. Nobody expects a wrong way driver on the freeway. I mean, yeah. it does happen, but you don't, it's not something you go, man, I better keep my eyes peeled. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know. You, you don't go. Well, you do go out a lot now more than you used to. Are you seeing a lot more people on the road at night that you just know are fucked up? I don't really drive at night that much. I mean, like later in the in the nighttime hours. Well, I mean, when like when you're coming home from like Taylor's apartment or something. Yeah, not really. I haven't seen that or not witnessed Man, anyway. I'm seeing it more and more when I'm out. And I'm not out that often, but... Right. Like coming home from Landau last week, you know, I was out in Cuyahoga Falls, which is about a 30 minute or so drive from my, from my place. And when I was going home, I'm on route eight, state route eight. Mm -hmm. 
there was a fucking car. I was coming up the road. I was going maybe 70 miles an hour. I mean, I wasn't flying, but I wasn't going slow either. And as I came up, there was a car that was just all over the fucking street. <laughs> and it wasn't that late. I mean, it was 1030 maybe. Okay. Well. I mean, it was not 2 a.m. It was 1030. And this fucking guy was all over the road. And I was like, you know what? Break it to 50. Yeah. And I did. I just put the brakes. I let everybody else pass right by me. I was like, let them fucking die. And then I could drive by the accident. Yeah. You know, because I just was like, nope, not going to be me that gets fucking slammed into by this fucking fool. <laughs> Keep your distance. Yeah. And I did. I slowed down to where I just watched his lights go away and then some cars passed me. And then it's like, all right, let them let them uh, be the blockade for me. Yeah, exactly. Let them crash into this asshole. Ugh. No, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I don't really haven't witnessed that so much, you know, sure. but, you know, but then again, I'm not out that late, you know, that mm -hmm. often, you know, but, uh, in the times that I have, I can't say that I'm seeing people fucked up or anything. So, right. I don't yeah. Know. It's crazy. It's crazy time, man. It is crazy time, but you know, I, I don't know. And real quick here and we'll, we'll wrap up this segment, but sure. you know, Pete, speaking of hazards on the road have you seen the uh and I, you'll say no because uh, you don't pay attention to news or anything but have you heard about the uh latest things going on in la where these band no. of of you know thugs <laughs> are, okay are basically running uh like expensive cars off the road like somebody's driving maybe like a like a bentley or a, a you know just some real expensive car and they basically just run them off the road and crash them and then they loot them right there on the side of the freeway oh nice that's great mm -hmm. and then people wonder why i carry my fucking pistol with me all the yeah, time I know, but i mean that's 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 you know that's the new smash and grab now you know oh, great you know, uh over in rodeo drive and the higher end you know shopping districts you know they were just plagued with these smash and grab deals you right. know, like on Rodeo Drive and stuff. Now, now the they're, you know, basically running expensive cars off the road and and looting looting them <sighs> off. The, they jump out of a van and of course they got their hoodies on and stuff and they're run up to the car with like hammers and and um, uh, crowbars and stuff and start smashing out the windows. Great. And rob the driver or whatever else they can get in the car. And then they have a chase car that's ready to, you know, take off. So that <laughs> Jesus so Christ. They, I mean, it's a, it's a whole coordinated effort. Uh, I'm glad I drive a 10 year old car then. Just don't have to worry about that. You got to worry about that. Yeah. With your new car. Yeah. No shit. Uh, now the only news I saw, and I'm going to put it on the screen. Our illustrious president has no problems just straight lying to us <laughs> well that's nothing new this fucking guy but he puts it in print it's one thing that he's a lying piece of shit it's another thing to put it in print look at this shit i'll put it on full screen so you can see it well, i guess i didn't make any change um this came out maybe an hour or two ago the unemployment rate has been below 4% for 21 months in a row. The longest stretch in more than 50 years. <laughs> but here's the one that's the, the real kicker. 
American workers have achieved these gains while inflation has fallen by 60%. 60%? And core inflation is at its lowest level in two years, defying projections. This motherfucker needs to go no further than a grocery store. Inflation is out of fucking control. <laughs> this guy is a fucking buffoon. <clears throat> Just a straight lying idiot. Well, I, it's it's not him. It's his his, his people. His, but his people, whoever whoever are actually running the show. Yeah, I mean, there's first of all, everywhere I everywhere I drive by, everywhere I drive by has a help wanted sign in front of it. So the theory that unemployment is the lowest in forever is bullshit because everybody has jobs. Mm -hmm. Everybody has jobs available, which means nobody's filling the jobs. Right. So there's that. But inflation being down 60%, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what a fucking moron. Inflation. Am I wrong? At the, how much you pay for your tires? Today? You said a grand? Yeah, they were like two fifty six a piece. What would they have cost you two years ago? Uh, I purchased the same set and it was eight fifty. So, so it was about one hundred and fifty dollars more. So fifteen, eighteen percent increase. Yeah, something like that. So the in, so the inflation is not down sixty; it's up twenty. That's just an easy way to do it. I mean, that's basic math, and I know it's fucking terrible math, and somebody can put up the chimp with the calculator anytime they want, but, you know, it's 15 18% the other way. So he's only wrong by about 80%. Sure. Fucking idiot. I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, dude, even Obama didn't bother me as bad as this fucking idiot. And Obama bugged me, as oh. you're well aware. Obama bugged me to no end. That was back in the days when you used to spend hours and hours and hours on Facebook arguing. With yes. <laughs> and I don't argue much about fucking this, this pudding head idiot. But, man, when I see this kind of shit, I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. Who believes this? Nobody. Does any Do, do the people, and, and I invite any of our left-leaning people to, to leave a comment on whatever chat or platform or whatever do any of you look at this guy and think he's doing a good job or he's telling you the truth that's all i want to know is do you guys really believe believe his bullshit anybody i know nobody on the right does but do, do people on the left do they somehow look at that and go joe biden he's my guy no they, they just look at it at least he's not trump yeah at least he didn't grab the pussy <laughs> fucking buffoons <laughs> buffoons yeah well that's how that's unfortunate the way things are these days i know and then they wonder why the fucking every everything in the streets and everything else is all fucked up oh yeah things are <sighs> things are terrible out there as far yeah. as uh, as far as law enforcement and and uh crime running rampant in the, mm -hmm. in the cities yeah it's crazy it's bad news yep yep it sure is but anyway that's our political segment for the night folks don't <laughs> everybody calm down we're not going to do a politics show tonight i hate this stuff i'm going to yeah. tune out calm down we're not going into politics and even more calm down it was me that brought it up not neely <laughs> so throw your daggers at me today it's fine <laughs>
I don't want to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, I say we take a break. All right. Sounds I'll, good. I'll let you pick a tune. All right. I am going to pick something we have never played on this show before because I only discovered this band yesterday. Okay. Joe Cleon, of all people, yes. was like, you've got to check out this band. Okay. And I checked it out and they fucking kill. Okay. It's a band called Electric Mary. And I'm going to choose the song called One in a Million. And it's off of their The Definition of Insanity release. Okay. So They've actually been around for like 10, 10 12 years or something. What I was just going to ask you is, is the, these guys have been around where they have a, a catalog? Yeah, they do. They have four or five records out there. and, and um, But just really good. Kind of in that dirty honey sort of a vein, but a little more dirty. A little more dirty rockish. Okay. I love it. I, I, he told me to check it out and I checked it. You know, everybody tells me, check this band out or that band out. And, but, sure. but I checked it out and then I listened to one, I listened to two, then I listened to five, then I listened to everything that they've done. So, <laughs> so I like them. So, all right. And what was the name of the song again? One in a million. And what was that off of? The definition of insanity. Okay. All right. One in a million. Um, Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. Is this the, um, is this the GNR cover? No, <laughs> it is not that there's no, um, immigrants and faggots in this one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to play a few tunes and we'll come back. If you want to get a request in, send your request over to request at the classic metal show.com request at the classic metal show.com. Cool. And if I have time, I'll fit it in there. So, cool, cool. We're going to play some Electric Mary. This one comes from their 2006 release, The Definition of Insanity. And this is one in a million exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Mm-hmm. 